morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Inspiring You podcast. Today, I am thrilled to have Sarah Alter, who is the president and CEO of NEW, the Network of Executive Women. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, Nancy, I am so pleased to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's such a it's such an honor to talk to someone who shares so many of the similar values that I do as far as the work that I do, my passion for really helping women at all different levels in their career. And to be able to speak to you, someone who is, you know, leading this cause in such a passionate way is actually, um, it's actually an ultimate uh, dream of mine to have you on the podcast. So thank you for coming. Oh, no, no. You know what? I, I love how you put it. Your why is my why. <laughs> love it. I love it. Right. So maybe we should start there. So let's just understand a little bit about Sarah and, and your journey and how you got to where you are today. And, you know, and, and talk to us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, so interestingly enough, you know, if you'd asked me, I don't know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, for sure, I would have never said, you know, hey, I, I will be leading a nonprofit organization whose mission is to advance all women in the workplace. Um, you know, very, very much a for-profit career. Uh, you know, I'm so blessed and that I worked for a number of great brands and organizations that provided me with like a really long and wide runway, you know, and they, they did that by having this philosophy or this culture that embraces a, hey, you know what, if you're bright, you're hardworking, and you've been successful in this role, I'm going to throw you into that role, even though you've never, ever had any experience whatsoever or may not even have the specific skills needed. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because you're a bright and hardworking and committed leader, you're going to figure it out. And, right. and I'm going to coach and develop you, you know, through this, you know, new adventure. And, um, you know, companies like Staples, um, you know, I was with them for, you know, a 10-year period, both, you know, here in the United States and over in Europe. And it was just such a beautiful opportunity, you know, because I was with them for 10 years and I'm trying to think I had probably eight different roles Amazing. at the time that I was there. And in, an, in, a, in a number of, of cases, I had multiple roles at once. So it wasn't like, you know, I changed my job, right. you know, every year, which nobody should ever do. Right. You know, you <laughs> right. never, you know, you don't learn or truly develop as a leader if you're kind of, you know moving on every year, you know, year yeah. after year after year. Um, but yeah, no, it, it um, you know, was so blessed. Um, you know, similar experience at Discover. You know, I worked for Discover, Discover Financial Services, um, was there for eight years and had, I'm trying to think, probably, well, there I only had three different roles. Mm. But again, they invested in you as a leader by providing you with challenges, you know, new opportunities to really learn and develop. And I think if I look at that common theme that, you know, spreads across all of the, the roles I've had is there's really two core things. You know, one, I'm, I'm a servant leader, right? Mm -hmm. So I am here to serve others. You know, I was raised by my mother that you are put on this earth 
to serve others. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And, yeah. and, and so I've always sought, right. You know, yeah. I've always sought, you know, customer service roles or marketing roles or sales roles, you know? Right. And then that second core theme is, you know, I, I love to build, I love to rebuild and I absolutely love to grow and scale, you know, impact and value. And so, you know, every, you know, job or, you know, initiative or company that I've gone to work for, there's been this common theme of, you know, hey, we are here to grow. <laughs> love it. Love it. And, yeah. you know, and that scale impact really ties back to you are here to serve others, you know, so I've, I've always been very selective and that I'm not going to go to work for a brand unless I'm proud, proud enough to wear it its logo and its name on my sleeve. Right. Yeah. You know, they, they've got to be here to serve others. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So long for profit, um, journey and it was, you know, in, I've had two transitions in my career, you know, one was, one was voluntary and the other was involuntary. And it was the second one that was involuntary, you know, where my role, my um, 120 person team and my $45 million budget got cut all in one day. Ouch. <laughs> We've I all know. been there. We've all been there. I know. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, yeah. but hey, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And when that happens, there is another door open. You just got to find it. And, and that door was new. Oh, and so, cool. so I was yeah. looking for, you know, other for-profit roles, other, you know, CEO type roles. I'd been a CMO already, a, a CDO, chief digital officer, but wanted to be a CEO. And I found this opportunity through a recruiter to be the CEO for new. And it was, it was very much a hybrid, you know, opportunity because it, the mission spoke to me personally. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd had the Me Too moments, the moments where I had completely been discounted mm -hmm. as a female leader. But then the other part of the job was he had to come in and grow and scale this incredible organization. And so it was like this great hybrid opportunity. And so four and a half years later, um, I'm so blessed that I continue to lead it. Oh, I love it. What a great story. And what I think I hear, you know, through all of those different parts of your career is the passion for um, what you're doing um, at every step, the growth that I hear happening in those cultures and the right culture, right? Seems like you had oh. those, those right cultural fits along the way, right? And so it allowed you to grow and, and learn and be the person that you wanted to be. Yeah, no, it it's, you know, that phrase culture eats strategy for breakfast. I mean, so true. I know it's so cliche, but it's so yeah. true. Yeah. And it, it, the reality I think in, in most of our lives is, you know, sometimes you don't get to make a choice, right? You have to pay your bills, right? right. Like we humbly all appreciate that. But, you know, when, when you realize that this is the this is not the right culture for me. This is not the right fix. You have to do everything in your power to make that change happen and find the right culture, mm -hmm. find the right organization, find the right opportunity. You know, that was the case in this, in that last transition that mm -hmm. I referenced, where, you know. It, it was involuntary, but in the back of my mind, you know, when it happened, I'm like, hmm, not really surprised because, you know, six months prior, I'd realized this wasn't working. I wasn't creating the impact and value that I could. 
And, you know, and in my mind, I was set to first of the year move on, but fate stepped in and said, no, 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 no. You need to move sooner. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to give you some money to pay your bills while you're doing that. And so it was, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a beautiful thing, but it's, it's, it's pivotal. Yes. And, you know, my bigger learning there, the reason I took that job, I was chasing a title. Ah, love it. And I yes. didn't do the research. The diligence, the due diligence, right, needed to figure out like, oh, I really want that title, but this is probably not the right group or role for me. Yeah. And so I learned the hard way, but I learned, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and like I said, I've absolutely moved on from like, well, what was my role in it? Like, what could I have done better? And then what was missing in that culture. So then I, as a leader who became a CEO and president, then what do I need to build into my culture to make sure that nobody experiences, you know, what I did or many others have, yeah, you know, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that for so many reasons. One is that, you know, sharing that um, that's something that you went through, you know, very successful yeah. people have, like you said, it happened for them, even though they knew it wasn't right, it yeah. happened to you, right? <laughs> which was yeah. a blessing, in, a blessing yeah. in disguise, but it is painful and it's hard. And it's also time for reflection and thinking about what yeah. is really important to me and really, you know, putting you Absolutely. in the place that you need to be. And, and so, um, so it's a good thing, although at the time when it happens, we don't always see it that way. So I love that you shared that because it's true. I think we all go through that at some point in our career, um, no matter what level we are, whether we're a mid-level management or we're CEOs, that happens to all of us, right, in different ways. So very, very true. Yeah. yeah. No, indeed. Yeah, no. And, and as I said, you know, fate or God or both, you know, stopped up and said, hey, you got a lot in you to help serve others and guide others through, you know, this journey, particularly female leaders. And so that's where, you know, new um, came into my world and that became my why. And, um, you know, it's just been such a great and incredible adventure. I love it. That's so great. And we're so lucky to have you, that's for sure. And so tell us what inspires you. Like, what is it for you that gets you up out of bed in the morning and you go, yeah, this is really powerful for me. What is that for you? Yeah, no, you know what, and again, at the at the risk of, of seeming redundant or, you know, kind of that broken record, mm -hmm. it being that servant leader, it truly inspires me. It energizes me. It's like, you know, when I get together with friends, even I'm happier when I'm hearing their stories or, you know, they're leading the conversation. You know, for me, I'm energized about, you know, you know, celebrating their wins or, you know, helping guide them, you know, through their challenges or obstacles. And so that same thing applies, you know, from a professional perspective, you know, that, that energizes me. And, and, and it's funny, I was thinking about this um, a year or two back where two of my dearest friends, I just so love and respect them because they are all about bragging about other women. Like you never hear them bragging about themselves and they're both incredibly successful women, mm -hmm. but they're all about bragging about other women. <laughs> and so I'm like, I like now I know why they're two of my dearest friends, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, as I said, is it's about building, you know, building teams, you know, 
building plans or budgets or rebuilding or, you know, innovating, you name it, that completely fuels me. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, I love sayings, you know, catchphrases. I have all these signs hung all over my house, but my, you know, my favorite one, and, and I know I've heard, um, uh, Julie Sweet, the, the incredible global CEO of Accenture, she spoke for you new know, a couple of years ago at one of our conferences. And she she shared the same, you know, saying, and I'm like, that's mine too. But yeah. um, but if your dreams don't scare you, they're just not big enough. Love it. I love it. And so, you know, I've used that to guide like a number of, you know, decisions and steps. You know, I've taken both personally and professionally. And, uh, you know, so for me, like the busier I am, the happier and the more productive I am when I'm not busy. That's not a good thing, <laughs> you know, so it, it, you know, I, I accomplish more when I'm busy. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it just, it like energizes me like a really good espresso. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very similar that way. And the more to do, the, the happier I am and the more purposeful I feel. And it's always about how do I mm. give back and how do I continue yeah. to evolve? And, you know, purposeful. it's all, it's all, yeah, purposeful, intentional, right? Yeah. Focused yeah. living. Yeah. I love that. It's so great. So tell me, you know, what is one piece of advice that you might give to, you know, a female uh, person progressing, progressing in their career, um, or maybe something that you've, you've shared with others um, that is really helpful um, to anyone who's trying to get to the next level or make some change? Yeah, I would say two. Um, the first is don't become a one-trick pony. And, and what I mean by that, and I've, to use your term pur purposefully, I, I purposely <laughs> yes. um, in my career said, hey, uh, you know, like, for example, um, I, you know, uh, when I was at Staples, probably the, the most pivotal role I had the year was 1999. <laughs> oh, God, I'm <laughs> um, And that was the era of the World Wide Web <laughs> unfolding. Right. And so I was asked to build out the whole World Wide Web is what everybody was calling it, you know, strategy, right? Wow. It just like reshaped my entire career trajectory and knew nothing, was not a technologist in any way, shape or form. My kids used to joke when I came home and I'm like, Hey, you know, mommy got a new job and I'm head of, you know, e-business. And they're like, like <laughs> you can't even program the VCR. <laughs> you know, what are you going to, you know? Yeah. But I, I, you know, built out my knowledge, my skills, you know, my aptitude for technology. And as I kind of hit the ceiling and couldn't move either laterally or vertically, because Staples was headquartered out of Boston and, and our roots were here in Chicago, I moved on to Discover. And so when I went to Discover, I said, hey, they, they lured me over to help them rebuild you know, their digital strategy and platform. And I said, glad to do it, know exactly what I need to do. But don't make me a one-trick pony. Promise me you'll put me into a role that is in the thick that owns elements to the P&L and the core business strategy, which was credit cards, right? And financial services. 
And so true to their word, they, it, I was working for a female CMO, amazing woman, um, you know, definitely one of the few leaders that have, you know, positively impacted me. So about 18, I think it was like 18 months, 24 months in, they put me over what was called portfolio. So anybody who was a credit card holder, my job was to get them to spend more money, you know, through Discover. Yeah. And so it was the perfect segue where I was embedded and owned many line items in the P&L. And I had to understand how the business worked, you know, inside and out, um, you know, both strategically and financially. And then from there, moved on to a couple of other roles. But I purposely was challenging myself and the companies I worked for to help me develop my skills and then just my strategic knowledge. You know, I, I, I never um, was a CTO, but through the digital technology and marketing roles I had, I gained that insight and I gained... Um, you know, analytics and financial services insights by working for Discover. Um, I was a chief marketing officer, so I had marketing, you know, experience. And under marketing, it's a, an expansive umbrella. There's so many things, right? PR, social media, you know, you name it. Um, so I intentionally made sure that I was continuing to develop myself um, you know, I had past operations and customer service roles and call center roles in other companies that I'd worked for, but don't be a one-trick pony and challenge yourself. And even if you can't move over to a full-time role, ask to be put on projects then. So, you know, get that PL experience by asking to be put on a project, get that technical experience or that technology exposure by being asked to put on a project. Um, that's kind of that first and foremost. Love it. Yeah, so the powerful. second is, and, and again, I know this is so cliche because we hear it a gazillion times, but you have, you have to nurture your network. Love it. I love and it. Yes. Internally yeah. and externally. Cause guess what? You really miss it when you need it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you true. need it when you end up either voluntarily or involuntarily transitioning. Right. And I had a rude awakening when I, when I voluntarily transitioned that first time away from Discover. And I'm like, who do I call? Like all my contacts were within Discover. Right, right, yeah. So it, it, it's something that, you know, it, it, and it's such a beautiful thing now. You can do it so easily. Like one, just do it through LinkedIn. I mean, choose right. one platform. Right. And, yeah. And you can, you know, and in this hybrid world, you know, set up, you know, one co coffee chat a week. Yeah. You know, or, you know, or say, hey, let's grab a glass of wine or a beer one night after work and chat, you know, for 30 minutes. Join um, external networks like new. Mm -hmm. you know, network of executive women. Um, you know, I intentionally joined um, Chief. There's this mm -hmm. great new organization for C-suite leaders called Chief. And, you know, and I, I'm so blessed that in my first year alone as CEO for new, I met more people in that one year than I had met every single year that I'd been alive and on the earth prior, oh, right? Wow, amazing. So it's been a great way to expand my network, but it's my internal network 
you need to nurture that external network too. So outside of new, how am I expanding it? And so that's where I, you know, work diligently to join other organizations like the economic club here in Chicago or chief or, you know, you name yeah. it. Um, but that's that second piece of advice I give and you, and you got to start early and you got to continue to maintain it. And it's both your internal and your external network that needs to be managed. So internally, you know, same thing. Hey, you know, once a month meet with another peer leader and just catch up. Yeah. I love it. I love that advice. It's so powerful. One of the things that um, I had to learn going through and was a really interesting lesson for me as I got um, further and further in my career. And what I've you know, noticed is some of the people that I worked with at those organizations where I had a good cultural fit are the ones that even today I reach out to and we talk all the time and there's still that camaraderie and help. And, know, you know, right? it's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, when you think you're not building these relationships internally, you know, every day you are, and you just never know where that goes as you all progress in your career. You just never know when that person might be around the corner, right? And can help you or guide you or just be there for you for some inspiration or whatever you happen to need in the moment. So I love that advice. And I think the other thing on that, Sarah, and I don't know how you feel about this is a lot of people don't know how to mentor though, too, or, or don't even know how to, what to do with a mentor, right? right? It's kind of like educating both the mentor and the mentee on how to use that time wisely, right? I think there's an opportunity for some education around that as well. Yeah, yeah, no, we, it, 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 that's like such a great topic to cover too, Nancy, because it's, it's as much about like your peer-to-peer, you know, network, right? But then it's finding your mentor and your sponsor, right? Um, and even in some cases now your ally, which we, we can you know dive into that. As female leaders, your male ally and your female ally, right? And maybe your female ally becomes either your mentor or your sponsor, but, mm-hmm. but to your point, that mentor is that individual who guides you through your current journey, mm-hmm. right? And if they're a good mentor, they're not telling you what to do. They're asking you the right questions and they're guiding you and helping you to navigate your way through your professional journey Mm -hmm. and how to truly, you know, do as good a possible job as you can in that current role. Mm -hmm. Um, The sponsor is the person who's helping you navigate your future career journey. Right, right. And they are your best PR agent. (laughs) And and so it's it's interesting. We have a a whole lot of content and curriculum that we provide on this front at New, but your mentor is really who you need to be more transparent with because you need to be giving them the good, the bad, and the ugly. You don't need to whine, clearly. Like the worst thing you can ever do is whine, right? Yeah, right. Uh, You know, as a leader, you shouldn't be whining. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's what you do over a glass of wine with your best friend or your your partner or spouse, right? Right. But you're using that mentor to um, help guide you and provide you with, you know, that advice and navigation through what challenges or obstacles or opportunities you're tackling. With your sponsor, you're meeting with them on a regular cadence and you are sharing all of your accomplishments and successes with them. And you are giving them the ammunition that they can then take to the table when those discussions are happening in terms of, well, hey, who should we promote into this role? 
you know, who should we tap to join this high profile task force or initiative? And they are the person that that says, oh, well, my goodness, are you guys aware of all the great stuff that Nancy's been doing? Right. She'd be perfect for this role or this task force or initiative. And so it's onus is upon you to make sure that you are being your own PR agent right. and then communicating all of this to your sponsor as well as to your mentor. And then behind the scenes, that's where you and your mentor can really roll up your sleeves and deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, in, in a more discreet way. And yeah. the good and the bad and the ugly happens, right? You know, yeah. and, and your mentor yeah. will have seen it and, and they'll be like, oh, yep. I've seen that happen. Okay. Yeah. What are you thinking? What are your next steps? And they're going to kind of guide you through it. So. Yeah. I love that. I love that explanation. And I think that adds such clarity for people because I think we get those, those roles mixed up, right? Sometimes. And I think it's key to know who to go to for what yeah. and on what kind of things should I talk to this person? I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. good. So and good. Yeah. And I think too, Nancy, that third that I threw in there too, if I, if I may, if, if we're still good on time, yeah. Um, ally is an interesting new one because the ally, it, yes, they can potentially advocate and take action on your personal behalf, but you're also going to be looking for them to advocate and take action on behalf of all women as well. Right. And so, you know, news made it a priority over this past year, year and a half, we launched a Beyond Allies community mm. and solution that trains individuals and primarily male leaders, but we've had a number of amazing female leaders step up too. And, and we're, you know, we're guiding them into, okay, what is the attitude you need to have? What are the beliefs you need to have? What are the feelings you need to have? What are the things you need to be doing, you know, advocating, taking action on in every email and every it. meeting and every Zoom call every day at home, you know, in your social circle and at work. So powerful. And, yeah. and so that ally, sometimes you have to step up and play that educational role because the right ally is going to say, hey, I don't, I don't know what to say or do. Will you guide me? And, you know, they also need to take responsibility for educating themselves. Right. Um, yeah. You know, you, you find that, you know, we hear a lot, particularly for diverse communities, the, the onus is not on the diverse communities to be educating. The onus is on ourselves as allies to be educating. And um, we have a, a Women of Color Advisory Council. They're amazing. And I have brought them in to, to guide me, but more as a sounding board, you know, because they said to me, they're like, hey, Sarah, there's this beautiful thing called Google. <laughs> so, uh, you know, allies can Google and educate. Yeah, you know, you me to provide advice and guidance on solutions that you come to me with, you know? Right. And so we, we've taken that path um, intentionally. Um, but allies play a new role. And, and so anytime an ally reaches out to you, you know, please, it's like step up and partner with them 
-hmm. or be the ally yourself. Because as females, we need to be allies on behalf of other females and males need to be allies on behalf of other females. And, and also on other diverse males. Yeah. So there's it's, it's a pivotal third role that we need to be nurturing and building within our organization and within so our smart. team. So smart. That's awesome. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit more about new. So tell me what's happening in the organization. What's going on? What's new for this year? What's happening? Yeah, no. So quick crash course for anybody who's listening who doesn't know who we are. Um, we're a 501c3, the network of executive women new, and you can find everything about us newonline.org. We are a nonprofit. We serve North America, so Canada and the United States, and our mission is to advance all women in the workplace. And we do it in, in really three core ways. We're a, a B2B to C, you know, business model. So our primary customers are incredible, enlightened corporate organizations in North America who are stepping up to make sure that their cultures are diverse, they're equitable, they're inclusive, and, and all women feel like they belong and have equal and every opportunity to advance. We provide um, leadership development we have content and curriculum in that area. We have networking. We've got volunteer-run regional networks, 21 of them, mm -hmm. across the United States and Canada. And people can go in and, and, and talked about the network earlier. That's where you can go in and develop your personal and professional network. And then the third thing we provide, though, are corporate insights and solutions. Because women aren't broken. They do not need to be fixed. <laughs> we, can, we can all be better leaders, right? right. But... Um, but it's the corporate cultures <laughs> that are typically broken or, or, or inadequate. And so we provide corporate insights and solutions and, and workshops such as our Beyond you know, Allies program. The two core areas where we've focused over the last couple of years have been in allyship. Mm -hmm. And then um, most importantly, in how organizations can do a better um, job at supporting retaining and developing and advancing women of color. Fantastic. And again, it's addressing the culture, you know, and the infrastructure that's put in place yeah. to truly set them up for success. And, um, you know, those have been two key pivotal areas of focus and appropriately so. And hey, with all that unfolded, right, over these past two years with all of the yeah. racial trauma and, and tra tragedy and quite frankly enlightenment that mm -hmm. people have gone through it's it's been a tailwind you know mm -hmm. for what we've been focusing on over the last couple of years and there's just no better time than to partner with us and tapping into all of this great work that we do um but you know it's interesting um nancy it you know i've, I've been now ceo for four and a half years and one of the bigger epiphanies, well, I had a couple epiphanies when I joined, you know, one, um, we were serving the individual female leader, but we weren't tackling the corporate organization, culture and infrastructure. So that was a big area of development for us. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. I call it that top down, bottom up, you know, yeah. you need to partner with the corporate organizations. You know, we partner with over 900, um, half the fortune 500 belong. Amazing. 
But that was the bigger epiphany. So we we invested in gathering the insights and 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 developing and piloting, you know, solutions for corporate organizations. You know, epiphany number one. Epiphany number two. You know, we've been around twenty years, and we needed to contemporize. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our lives. Like, oh my God, think about how we radically transformed our lives and jobs, and you know, yeah. Um, you know, corporate strategies these past two years. So new had to be transforming and contemporizing itself. But thirdly, we had to diversify. Mm, yeah, and we didn't. And I heard feedback from countless members and partners. We did not signal to all that we were an inclusive community where everyone felt like they belonged. Wow, amazing. And humbling. Yeah. We had to take action. Yeah. And so we have taken action over the years in transforming and diversifying our membership uh, diversifying our board members, diversifying my team, my HQ team, diversifying in our regions, our mm-hmm. regional leaders who run you know, all of our programs. Whenever we host conferences or do learning programs, we diversify those who participate or attend, those who speak, mm-hmm. you know, those who facilitate. And thankfully, I've gotten great feedback. People have noticed, you know, Amazing. and um, but the, the, the next, and, and our work is not done. There's so much more we can do, right? right we need right. more men and women of color and members from the LGBTQIA plus community. We need different companies, industries, functions, different generations, right? Mm-hmm. So the next pivotal step is um, we are rebranding. Oh, exciting. Tell me about yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> and and I know you and I have we we've agreed. You've promised you won't let this go live until after we've officially announced. Of course, it. of course. Yeah, yes. but okay. So we all know as leaders, okay, a brand comes to life, yes, through its name, but mostly through the experience you deliver. So we've been on this journey of transformation and diversification, and. We're, we're going to continue to take action on so many different fronts. But the voice and the heart, you know, that, that personifies our organization, that's got to change too. And so by the time you hear this, most of you will have heard, <laughs> um, we, we are no longer the network of executive women. Although all of the technical links and URLs behind the scenes will still be live. So if you go there, it'll, you know, it'll point you over to the new world. Right. Good. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. We all know to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in social media and our website, and when you hear me, you know, yammering away, <laughs> um, next up. Love it. So cool. Is our new name, our, 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 our slogan has been advancing all women in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much, you know, speaks to our mission. Oh, our mission, she stays the same. That does not change. We are here to advance all women in the workplace. But that all is what we really need to be bringing to life. And again, what that speaks to is, hey, no matter where you're at on your career journey, you could be fresh out of college or you could be a VP who aspires to be a C-suite leader. You could be, you know, kind of in the middle phase of your career. And guess what? You don't aspire to be a C-suite leader. 
you're defining success in a very different way. Right. Yeah. We want to meet all women, no matter where they're at in their career journey, and no matter how they define success and happiness in their career. We also then want all women. So whichever diverse community you identify yourself to belonging to, and many women are multidimensional, which they're so beautiful when they are multidimensional, and they belong to a number of communities, we're here to serve you all. And we're a community that will include you in our mission, and you will feel like you belong because you're going to be helping us figure out what's next up for you in your career. And then as a corporate partner, what's next up for you? Like you're on a DEIB. Right. Um, right. It's the new terms DEBA, diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, and accessibility. When you're on that journey, what's next up for you? Nice. And we're going to be guiding you because we're always thinking to what's next. next. And that starts now. You know, there's no waiting game. You know, you've got to be thinking about what's next up, mm-hmm. either individually or organizationally. And it's just, I, I love it. It's just got this like great forward thinking energy. It speaks to advancement, you know, transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we partnered with a great group called Envision It. And, um, you know, hats off to them. They've done a phenomenal job. We're partnering with another phenomenal group, Fleischman Hillard, phenomenal PR group. And special hats off to them. They are partnering with us pro bono. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Uh, So they are going to help us get this word out and help us send this new vibe. Love it. Out to the market, you know, to our current members and to prospective members and most importantly to diverse members. And so um, it is just such an incredibly exciting time for us. Our, Our website relaunches. Um, in February, I'm not going to give you a date because we don't, we all know how that works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, sometimes a few bugs show up yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. triage those before you go live, but um, just a lot of exciting opportunity and it's a journey, right? You know, every month and every quarter, we're going to come out with something new to focus on how you tackle what's next up for you or for your organization um, it's just, you know, it's, 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 I'm just so incredibly excited about where we're going to take new, couldn't be prouder of the legacy and the leaders that, you know, built us up and, you know, scaled us these past 20 years. And now we're going to take it to that next future dimension. Oh, I love it. That is so inspiring. And just even when you talk about that next step, you can feel your energy around that, that proactivity, that looking forward, that future thinking. Um, it's really exciting. It's, I think that's amazing. I think it is, it's true, you know, taking everything that's going really well, because new is an amazing organization and continuing to evolve it, which isn't an easy thing, but you guys are going to do a great job as you have um, in the past. So I look yeah. forward to seeing and and being a part of it because I already am a mentor as you know um, I know I know we like we're so excited partnering with Nancy and and yeah what what you'll hear us say Nancy and it's interesting we're intentionally using the word transform right and and I love evolution right evolution happens happens as a part of that natural cycle but we are driving transformation and you're going to hear us talk about hey we're here to transform the norm because that old norm 
it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Can't go back, right? Yeah. And that's the guidance we're providing with everybody. You know, it was so funny to see these organizations say, okay, we're going back to the norm. We're all going back to work and we're just yeah. going to pick up where we left off. Right. Can't do that. You right. will, I, I, I guarantee you, you will not be around as an organization years from now. So true. If you it's force so that to happen, it's about transforming the norm. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. It has been such a pleasure spending time with you today and um, really understanding, you know, more deeply about you personally and also about the organization and such great words of wisdom um, as always. So really appreciate it. Um, thank you and look forward to um, what's going to happen next up um, and, uh, and what's going to, you know, happen <laughs> for the, the, the remainder of the year. So thank you again. I know. Thank you, Nancy, for your continuing partnership. And thank you for letting me share our story. Oh, love it. And thanks to our listeners for listening to this episode of the Inspiring You podcast. Take care, everyone.